You're listening to the 49 Carats Podcast, a 49ers goldmine production with Stephanie Sanchez. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the 49 Carats Podcast. I'm your host, Steph. It is Wednesday, September 6th, and it's the first day of this new weekly show, the Steph and John and Wayne show with, uh, oh my God, with John Chapman and Wayne Breezy. How are you guys doing today, fellas? I'm pumped, man. I, I'm too here with, I, I'm here with two of my favorite people. Excited to talk Niners. Season's here. Wayne's the man. I see the smile. This is going to be awesome. Man. This is going to be awesome. I'm I'm smiling because of, of the thumbnail. The thumbnail is like, <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at it and I'm just like, that's how you creep in and you take over, right? Like, right, Steph, so, you okay. The Steph and John and Wayne show. Like, it was so perfect. Like, I tell you, your creativity is through the roof. I'm assuming that most of you guys tuning in already know that John and Wayne have their own weekly show called John and Wayne Show. And, you know, I I love and appreciate your guys' energy and positivity. And so when I was thinking about who I'm going to have as, like, you know, weekly guests for my in-season schedule, like, I was thinking, you know, I wanted to have both of you guys. So... I invited the party to my channel, and so I kept it as it is. You know, you guys have your own thing, and I just, you know, added my name to it, and and my picture plastered myself in the middle. Um, it's awesome. So, yeah. I, I, I started giving? chuckling as soon as I saw it. You know what it's giving, though? It's giving uh, this town is big enough for the three of us. Ah. <laughs> Aha. I like that. I right. like that. Yeah, Wayne's like, that's not very funny, but I'm laughing. Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, we got a we got a football game to talk about. All yes, right. We um, we are just now four days away from the 49ers week one game against the Steelers. I am ready to put my entire mood at the hands of this football team, but I am a little worried though. And I like I'm not quite optimistic about a week one game as I usually am. And like just mention a few of the things why Mike Tomlin is in Pittsburgh. TJ Watt and that Steelers defensive line. Probably no Nick Bosa the way it's looking right now. Possibly no George Kittle or Jake Moody. It's a 10 a.m. start. The 49ers have been known for their slow starts of the season right under Kyle Shanahan. Um, but what are you guys thinking? Like temperature, temperature. T- oh my God. It, it, speaking I need to of have coffee. Yeah. I need to have coffee. No, I was so, speaking of temperature. I, just I mean, mine. I just, uh, mine. I don't know if I you I guys, know what you're about to say, I don't know if you checked the weather report, but yeah, looks like it's going to rain. <laughs> like, so that's even more funny and it's hot. So that, that right there is saying to myself, Oh man, another gosh, darn rain game. But I tell you what, I'll take this rain over the monsoon we were in in Chicago any yeah. day of the week. But it's so funny, right? How how ironic <laughs> did God allow this to work out <laughs> to where last year we were on the road, Trey Lance started, monsoon rain every time he got out on the field. I tell you, it didn't rain when the Bears were on the field, but the moment the 49ers stepped out on the field, it was a monsoon. How crazy. Oh, he also didn't have George Kittle. I wanted to put that out there. How crazy would it be if Brock Purdy steps out and it rains and he also doesn't have George Kittle? That that would be weird. That would be the 49er football god saying we're not ready. Like something's something's not right. 
Like, you know what I mean? So we'll see what happens. I, I'm sure the rain will pass by by then, and George Kittle will play. You know. Yeah, I, I will say this. With Brock Purdy playing at Iowa State, uh, you know, outdoor stadium aims, weather there's not ideal, so he's had a lot of this experience. Um We'll see what that looks like. But it's funny because I checked the weather earlier this week, and it was sunshine, man. It was like 72, sunshine, partly cloudy. The The rain is slowly creeping in. Hopefully it just keeps creeping on along and gets the hell out of there. Um, I do. Last year at Chicago, my phone didn't work for four days after that game. Um, <laughs> I was, that was trying to mess. get you some rice, bro, so you could stick it yeah. in the rice. It was a uh, mess. How, and last year, what was funny, John, was John was looking for me at the end of the game. <laughs> he was and in I'm, Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I was in Dunkin' Donuts, pissed off, Steph. Like, I think I think the police the police came in there cracking up like that. And it was pouring down raining. Yeah. Right. And the police came in and was like just laughing. But we were doing I was doing an overreaction show in Dunkin' Donuts. Yo, I, I, I overreacted for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, it was pretty bad, so I'll, I'll give you that. I think if there's any reason to overreact, it was definitely that game. Um, but thankfully, yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem like the rain will be as bad as them monsoon. It's going to be, you know, just showers here and there. But yeah. I think what I would be worried about, given the weather, is, you know, the kicking situation. Because I have heard that Pittsburgh is a pretty tough stadium to kick in. And if the weather is not going to be cooperating, that could, you know, make for some extra drama there. And we still don't know at this point if it's going to be Jake Moody or Matthew Wright who's going to well, Luckily, if it's Matthew Wright, I mean, he, has, he hasn't missed in Pittsburgh. <laughs> so, so that's a good thing for the 49ers. They went and got a Pittsburgh Steelers kicker. And maybe, just maybe, until Jake Moody's healthy, good to go, that's how they rock every week. They go find a former kicker from the team that ain't played in 35 years, and they bring him out for a workout, and they sign him, and next thing you know, they're kicking for us that week. But we'll see. We'll see. I think Jake Moody, he has been uh, at practice, and he has been taking making strides uh, to getting better as far as his health, and we'll see what happens. Uh, they have till Saturday, though. That's the crazy part, right? They have till Saturday to make that announcement with Jake Moody. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I think a lot of it, too, is, you know, Niners fans have been huge with, man, we want Kyle to be more aggressive. We want him to go for it. We want all this. Well, guess what? If Jake Moody's active and he's only been practicing, you know, 33, 34 yarders, which is the extra point territory, you might get a Kyle that is uh, fourth down from middle of the field going to go for it a little bit more. You don't think so? I think mm. I, I think regardless, <laughs> if it's Moody or Matthew Wright, I think they have to be a little more aggressive because like Moody to this point has not really gotten his his feet up under him in the NFL quite yet. And so I wouldn't feel not comfortable trotting him out there um, mm. and just assuming he'll make the kick. Okay, he got that Mich Michigan confidence. I mean, there. I'm just saying he's three for five. And he's going to be playing in Pittsburgh. I mean, percent. it's not yeah. good, but it's not bad. Like, at the end of the day, it's mid, right? So the more he plays, the more reps he gets, hopefully the better he'll get, right? If he gets the reps. I don't know how oh, Kyle Shanahan is talking about kicker reps here. That's... Dude, I'm talking <laughs> about reps. You're talking is... about reps. That's, reps. that's wild. Reps are re I am. It is wild. It's crazy. I had to throw that in there. Reps. Yes. I would rather him make mistakes early. And yeah. I think that's the thing. Like, if, if he could kick a 40-yard field goal, I want him out there. 
Yeah. If he feels comfortable kicking a 40-yard field goal, put him out there. Put Mitch Wisnowski in, in charge of the kickoffs, which we've seen him do most of his career. Allow Jake Moody to kick 40 yards and in. Outside of that, you either punt or you go for it. I prefer you go for it if you're in that territory because this is going to be a low-scoring game. Thank Touchdowns you. are at a premium. The Vegas has this at a 41-point over-under, which means with the spread, it's going to be about a 22-19 to 19 type game is what they're predicting. Oh, you what's go. up? You got some royalty in here. What's up, Chris? I see. I love it. She's got her own show going on. I like that, too. I know. I know. I just subscribed this morning. So shout out to Chris and shout out to Ty, man. Two of the best people I've ever met. Facts. But, all right, enough about Jake Moody. Like, respectfully, yes, it is a factor in this game, but a bigger factor is Nick Bosa likely being out. The 49ers still haven't, you know, extended him at this point. So, even if something does go down between now and Sunday, I think it's probably unlikely that he does suit up. So oh, yeah. I, I, I just want to ask you guys, I'll let you guys go first. What do you think is something the 49ers have to do if they want to win this game against the Steelers without Nick Bosa? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll jump in. I'll go first. And, and I think that this is key. If if Nick Bosa is not going to play, which I don't think he is, I would put it at less than a 15% chance he plays, probably less than 10%. You got to stop the run early, which everybody talks about Bosa and pass rushing and edge, and that's everything that they bring in. He's incredible at that. He's one of the best two-way players in the NFL. But if you can force third and long and make them one-dimensional where it has to be a pass, that will elevate the play of all the other defensive linemen in those pass-rushing situations. So for me, I think that this game is going to rely on your two other studs that are getting paid this year, Eric Armstead, Javon Hargrave. If they can be dominant on early downs and force third and longs, I don't want to see third and four. I don't want to see third and three. I want third and seven. I want third and eight. And if you can put them in those situations – then I think everybody else can hunt and feast. And not that it would be the same as if Nick Bosa is out there. It's not. But I think you can mitigate the loss of 97 out there and still be able to be a functional defense, a, a top-ranked defense against the Steelers' offense. Yeah, and to pick, I was going to say, to, pick, to piggyback off what he's saying and, and to stick to the defensive side because we talk about Nick Bosa. I mean, I, like, yeah, you want to stop the run, right? Uh, you want to stop the rush, I would say, because I don't. I'm not really too – I'm not too particularly worried about a Najee Harris rushing the ball, but we do know the 49ers like to give up yards in the middle. So they, we didn't see it stopped in the preseason, but I think the regular season is going to be totally different. He, you got the two anchors out there with Eric Armstead, and then you got and, and Javon Hargrave, and then you got rotation, right? And the one thing we know that Ken Law can be good at with good health is stopping the run and plugging up the middle gaps, and then you take them off the field on those long situations. And I think the pass rush, the way the pass rush is built, is for third and longs, right? I feel like those guys can get home, can continue to create the pressure. But I want to say keep Kenny Pickett in the pocket, right? I think you want to keep this guy in the pocket, forcing him to step up in the middle. If he takes off and runs, don't break down in those lanes. And my, most importantly, you got to wrap and tackle. This is uh, no big hits. Let's get out. Let's wrap and tackle and secure that dub. Because if we miss tackles in this game, 
they have the opportunity to get explosive plays, and we have to figure out how to limit those explosive plays. Even up front, I'm not even talking about down the field. I feel like the Niners aren't going to give up stuff in the secondary as explosive. They might give up the underneath stuff, but that's where the wrapping and tackling has to come into play. They got to make sure they get those guys down. Then don't break. I know it's an old mantra, but hey, man, if you're giving up three points or zero points opposed to seven points, you win this game. So that's my thing. Yeah, that was definitely one of the points for me as well. Um, it just stopping the run game because you have to make sure that they're not balanced, have them be one dimensional. Kenny Pickett, he's still a young quarterback. So being a one dimensional offense and forcing him to throw might make him uncomfortable. I mean, I do think overall Pickett probably has a better season than, you know, how he ended last year. But, Can't you know, be I worse. do. Right. That's true. I, I have heard some positive things about, you know, Kenny Pickett coming out of Pittsburgh, you know, going into this season. But, you know, the 49ers, I think, just have to make sure they can make an, make him uncomfortable. And one way to do that is to limit the run game because the run game is kind of going to be their crutch and what they're going to try to lean on in this game, especially if the Steelers saw how the 49ers run defense looked in the preseason. I know that's not really much of an indication of what happens, you know, in the regular season, but they're going to try it. So the 49ers need to be ready for it. And as you said, Wayne, those rushing lanes can't let Pickett escape the pocket. You have to Mm-mm. keep him in He's there. Athlete. Yeah. have to keep him uncomfortable. Um, and yeah, I mean, keeping in mind Deontay Johnson and uh, Pickett, no, not Pickens. 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 Yeah. Very similar names. Um, Pickens, like those two guys are playmakers as well. And I don't know how much Darnell Washington uh, will Tight be in. involved in his, you know, week one. You know, maybe they'll ease him in. But he's also a crazy athlete, right? So they got playmakers who, you know, they'll lean on as well for Kenny Pickett. So I think that's a concern. You got to be able to stop him. The secondary is going to need time to cover as well because – if 49ers aren't getting getting a lot of pass rush going to pick it, secondary is going to need to cover for quite a bit. And so keeping Pickett's average time to throw low will be important, but I don't know if they'll be able to do that without Bosa. Yeah, I, and I think whenever you were talking, Steph, my fear this game, right? I, I'm big on stopping the run. I think that's paramount this week. Um, if they bring in Darnell Washington and Pat Fryermuth, and they do kind of what the Niners usually do with this two tight end set. They go big, so we go big, right? But mm-hmm. Oren Burks might not play. He's supposed to start at Sam. If you have to put DFF in there at the Sam position, which I don't think is his strength, but I do think that he would be the guy that would go in if Burks is out. Now you're talking about him going against DFS at his best in space. You put him in a strong situation against a two tight end set with two physical tight ends. That is something that concerns the hell out of me. Talk about Wayne with missed tackles. That's kind of DFF's thing. Um, In space, he can tackle. Tight congested situations, not his jam. Interesting that you brought that up. And this is where I feel like Steve Wilkes has to get creative, right? Because he has size on his defense. And then you drafted a kid like Jair Brown, who took reps at the nickel. And you can go a big nickel in this particular type of situation if they bring out those two tight end sets, especially on an athlete like Darnell Washington. Nobody's talking about Connor Hayward, and he's had a crazy preseason, right? And that was the tight end. That's the brother of Cameron Hayward. They drafted him out of uh, Michigan State. And so, listen, look, Pittsburgh got weapons but the 49ers have ways to negate it with their size and they should be able to uh be able to switch it out and i don't know how 
you know, I don't know how Steve Wilkes, I'm, he's going to game plan this week one. Like, I'm, I'm sure he's scratching his head because he knows there's a possibility that that he won't have Nick Bosa. I mean, I think it's a strong possible. Like, if you play spades, I have a strong possible I'm not going to get this book, right? So he doesn't have it. Uh, oh, nail for 200 on that one. There, right, nail for, nail for 200, <laughs> baby. That, that's the online spades. But no, seriously, so for Steve Wilkes, he has to focus on what his strength is. His strength is making sure that his secondary is on point. And I can tell you, that would be a good time to give uh, Jair Brown, and I know he's a rookie, but you drafted him, and he's going to have to get out there, and he's going to have to get his feet wet. That would be a good time to see him on that type of matchup. Remember how we used, uh, oh my gosh, he's gone now. Oh, Tarverius Moore, like his during the early in his stage in his career, we, we kind of went a little bit of dime and then he was just getting interceptions because he had one role. He had one job and he didn't have to do much. I feel like you can start Jair Brown if they present a package like that with that type of personnel. I mean, they've already indicated, or Wilkes has at least, that they're going to be doing a lot of mix and matching based on the matchup, based, um, you know, who they're going to cover in the slot. Uh, so that we could see maybe a couple of different people there. I mean, it, it'll they be- had Oliver listed on the unofficial depth chart, but I, I don't see him putting Oliver out there. I just, I, can't I think, see I that. think, like Steph Not said, yet. depending on, well, depending on the matchup. It, de- it, de- it depends on the matchup. It depends on what who's... matchup favors Isaiah Oliver. <laughs> if they, and I'm not trying put, to be rude. If they put I, a I tight literally... end, you so you saying if they put a tight end in the slot, you don't want Oliver out there covering the tight end. No, I think I would can... rather have Demo and Ambry Thomas. Not me. I think he can cover a tight end. I think I think his skill set and his size can cover tight ends. I don't think his skill set and size is great against wide receivers. Like, I think that's where he struggles. That's where he has struggled for us. Oh, I love me some Womack. They haven't practiced him at nickel. No, all he's year. been outside yeah. all, all, oh. all, you know, all. Uh, Kali's trying to get me triggered. He knows. He knows. Kali <laughs> knows. Yeah, Samuel Womack's nice. Um, but, yeah, I don't think he's really going to get a lot of run in this one. They, it just doesn't seem like they trust him as much as, you know, some of the other guys. Big so. special teams guy, though. I feel like if yes, Womack is out absolutely. there popping cats on special teams that's a good sign and that's a way he can move up on this dev chart but i like I th- it'll be interesting to see what they do with the amador lenore will he start outside will ambry thomas and start outside and you start lenore and inside depending on the matchup I, we just gotta wait to see we gotta wait to yeah. see what they bring out there that's kind of like they fight they feast enough of whatever the steelers do they're gonna try to counter what the steelers do and and one of the things that I think uh, D'Amico Ryan's was so good at is adjustments, adjustments in game. He, he was. was so good at that. And I I'm curious if Wilkes will, you know, kind of be as good because I think that was a key thing for the defense uh, last season. So we'll see if um, Wilkes could do the same. But staying on the topic of creativity for Wilkes because this was mine, blitzing. Do we see more blitzes? Hey, you has the same idea, blitz all day. I mean, we already know that Steve Wilkes' defense, they've been known for having high blitz rates. We know he's going to do it, especially if Nick Bosa's not out there. You just have to find ways to to generate that. Yeah, you're going to have to. You're going to have to find ways to generate some pressure. So I I expect we see, you know, Hufanga, Fred Warner mixed in there, maybe Isaiah Oliver. I don't know, but I think they're going to, blitz quite a bit in this one to just keep you know 
pick who it do you want to blitz so okay let's say they're doing a zone blitz and they're bringing you know they're only bringing four but they're bringing one that's not normally coming if they're bringing a linebacker safety corner whatever wayne who is the guy it's got to be hufunga right like that's the guy you trust He's usually the guy yeah. yeah but but if they know that then who's the counter guy like who's the other who's another guy I, I don't Fred. want Fred to blitz. I don't, I don't either. You, you're you're exposing the middle of your defense mm-hmm. if he's and and it's listen, risky. it's super risky, right? That's the that's the thing of the blitz, right? It's it's a gift and it's a curse, all wrapped up into one. You can get a sack, tackle for a loss, or you're gonna give up some yards across the middle. And so, like like my issue with Fred is. I, I I just need him to stay home. I don't mind him disguising the blitz. I don't mind him getting up to that line, punching somebody in the face, and then jumping back. Like, you know what I'm saying? The drop back in coverage. He has the speed and the skill set to do that. And then you – here comes Hufunga. <laughs> but I, you got to go with the guy that you know nine times out of ten is going to hit home. And if Hufunga over-pursues the blitz, misses, or whatever, but you, you got to keep trying it at some point. Like, you know what I mean? And then there's the nickel blitz. And we haven't talked mm-hmm. about that. And I know you mentioned Oliver. He's, uh, I, I don't know. I, like, put, give me another guy at the nickel blitz. Shit, put Quantrez yeah. Knight in there at the nickel and just let him blitz. I would love to see it, but they're not going to do that. I know, man. Not right I, now. I, I know. I know. I know. We're just, you know, just, just beautiful minds here. And I don't know what the hell their minds are there. Like, they, they got to think. They got to play Madden. That's the problem. Yeah. They think Madden is trash. No, it's what you make it. Like, you can change stuff up. They need to change yeah. some things up. They got to get out here with a win. So, Wayne, what what is your uh, key for the team if they want to win without Bosa? I think, you know, everybody's focusing on the defensive side. You know, I, I was saying keep Kenny Pickett, like, make sure you just keep him throwing the ball, uh, keep him in that pocket. Don't let him jump up into that lane, look like freaking Daniel Jones. But I'm going to the offensive side. Offensive needs to keep their defense on the field 90% of the game. How about that? How about where their ass is out? And that's what Brock Purdy, in my opinion, is really great at. Long, sustainable drives. Now, the 49ers have to execute and capitalize off of that, you know, but they, if you can keep those long, sustainable drives, their defense will be gassed probably by the second quarter, uh, third quarter. That's when you can start hitting them with little, uh, you know, you guys box. You can start hitting them with haymakers, right? Because now they gas. Now they win it out. You hit them with a bunch of jabs, a couple of strongs here and there. Now you can go for the haymaker. You could probably go for the knockout. We know Kyle Shanahan is going to try to go for the knockout at at some point, and this is not a stab at the Steelers because you know they're a great, disciplined, well coached freaking team. Mike Tomlin is probably one of the he- greatest head coaches of all time, you know, and he's thoroughly respected across the league. So it's not going to be easy, but Kyle's got to play that game. He's got to make sure his offense is definitely set his offense up for success by getting those, I don't want to say easy, but Easy executed type of plays uh, for the 49ers. That's how you that's how you beat them without Bosa. You just keep stabbing them. Yep. I like that. And the the Niners, I don't know. Even if Kittle can't go, I think that the greatest advantage in this entire game is the 49ers offense versus the Steelers defense. defense. I understand their D line is great, but if you look at their skill position players, yeah, they've got some names and Mika Fitzpatrick's amazing. The advantage is the 49ers skill position players versus the Steelers secondary and back, you know, their back seven. And so very similar to what, what Wayne said, you play keep away, sustain drives, 
maximize uh, the over under is low. You get to 24 points, which uh, first one to 24 wins. That's, that's 12 that's, points. That's it. <laughs> a half. That's it. That's it. And so sustain your drives, capitalize. I don't want red zone turnovers. Both these teams tied for first in the NFL last year in interceptions. Uh, 20, 20 apiece. Baby. 20 and so baby. make it count. Protect the ball, Brock. Protect the ball. That's definitely a big one. Protect the ball, limit penalties. But yeah, I'm with you. They they need to sustain drives. You have to keep your defense, your Bosa list defense off the field for as much as possible. And that will limit, you know, the possibility of them getting exposed, right? So Purdy needs to sustain those drives. And I think he could, based on what we saw in the preseason from Brock Purdy. And granted, it is the preseason, but he looked locked in. And mm. the way he runs the offense is very quick and it's very, you know, okay. That's what I saw, D- Steph. Dink, dink and dunk, if you want to call it that. But ask me he, if I care. That's what no, I saw. I, yeah, I don't care. I mean, it, that's just the word people use, but like, that's moving the ball. <laughs> that's moving the ball. That's getting the marching down the field. So like whatever you want to call it, Dink and Dunk has like a negative connotation to it. It but does. I think it's I think it's great. <laughs> I mean, it works for this offense. Kyle Shanahan, that's what he asks his quarterbacks to do. So I think that's what they're gonna need to do in this game. March down the field, eat up the clock, and score points. And you know, when you eat up the clock, you're gonna have to get your running backs involved. I know Mike ah. Tomlin talked about you know Christian McCaffrey and you know the worry of him and having to defend against him. But let's not forget Elijah Mitchell is healthy. It is week one, so he is healthy. And when he is in there, the both of those guys they can make things happen. They're they're both uh, just as dangerous together on the field. And let's not forget Debo Samuel, who is coming off a year where he was disappointed in himself. I think he's going to come out and be the X factor potentially in this game with all of the focus going towards Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, and I, th- I think that's exactly the way Kyle wants it drawn up, right? Like, I, you think you got me here, aha, Contraire moon frere, I can capitalize here. You know what I'm saying? How how crazy is it that Ray Ray McLeod is still on the depth chart, on the unofficial depth chart? We're thinking he's not going to play for several weeks. He didn't practice for several weeks. Kyle Shanahan still trusts him that he's going to be healthy. Nine times out of ten, he's going to be returning. I wouldn't be surprised if we see one of those Ray Ray specials. God, I hope he plays. Oh, I, I don't gosh. think he is, but I, I want him to play against the Steelers, and I think he will. I I, I think he's going to play. I think Kyle. He told Kyle not to count him out. Kyle didn't count him out. He made it to the 53 roster. He didn't get put on the IR. We'll see. Uh, but at the end of the day, like the Niners, they they have the weapons and the opportunity. They have the arsenal to do really, really, really good damage. All we need Brock Purdy to do is what he does best. Be himself, yeah. go out there, and continue to make those sustainable drives. And I'm telling you, you said run the ball. Christian McCaffrey is going to be a problem. I Like, it's almost impossible to stop him, but everybody is forgetting about Elijah Mitchell, and I'm glad you brought him up. And I will say this, Lash, especially if it rains, you need your running backs, especially if it rains. And last year, people keep forgetting that in that monsoon, Elijah Mitchell had 50 yards before the half hmm. till he got his knee injured. Matter of fact, we didn't even know he was injured we just saw him not come back in the game. We didn't know what the injury was there. Like, we didn't know. And so we were like, yo, why are we not running the ball? What the freak? And it was Jeff Wilson Jr. at that time. But he had up to 50. Elijah Mitchell, that combination, we saw a little bit of it last year. If that 
running back dynamic duo is healthy, oh my gosh, get ready. Like that, and that's what the Niners want to do. And you're going to run at TJ Watt, run at their strength, run at them, wear and tear them down. And I think that's what the Niners did. They got four running backs that probably will be suited up in this game, and they all hit hard. I will say that. I, one of my predictions that's like one of my keys to the game, which every, every week I always do, look, if these things happen, the yeah. Niners win the game. And one of those is 10-plus carries for Elijah Mitchell. If that dude totes the rock 10-plus times, everything is going right for the Niners because they want to wear down this defense, just like you said, Wayne. So CMC is going to get his, whatever his volume is going to be, but I want to see a lot of Elijah Mitchell. Um, I don't think Jordan Mason is going to be playing this game. TDP would be the third string guy, but I want Elijah Mitchell to get the rock like crazy. I don't want to protect him. Use him while you got him. Uh, let, let's just see what he can do. I mean, you might as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the running game in this one. It'll be interesting to see what that looks like without George Kittle because, you know, his blocking at times does help set up some some big runs. So without him, you know, they might be they might again, miss him a bit in this a, one. Again, week one last year without George Kittle. That's true. Elijah he Mitchell wasn't on was as well. baking. Yep. He was just baking, though. Like, he, you couldn't stop him. Like, he was he was the guy. And it, was, it wasn't many outside runs. That's where you want Kittle in the outside zone game, right? So we were running up the middle. I do agree. I do understand it was in the rain, but it's it's supposed to rain here too. So I, yeah. I will say that without George Kittle, they can still run the ball effectively. With George Kittle, they would be dynamic. Without Nick right. Bosa, I think the defense will still be effective because you can't forget the stars on this 49ers defense. Fred Warner's not going to get down and lay down. He's going to come and try to take somebody's head off. You still got the the, the monsters in the middle. So they're still going to be effective. But without Bosa, they, they're just missing that key dynamic at, for the pass rush. They can still figure out ways to generate pass rush. We talked about it. You can blitz. Yeah. I mean, they, they have – one disadvantage at least on each side of the ball you could Creed. argue even it's a big three. disadvantage it's a little... too that it's a big disadvantage but yeah. yeah they can manage they can manage yeah so mosquito killer i think that's uh i'm pronouncing that right who is the main tight end if kittle is out i would assume it's charlie warner that's um, he was listed sure. on the depth chart the, but on the i watch dwelly it depends <clears throat> what sure are you we'll doing too. what are you I doing want dwelly. you want dwelly I if if you're if you're playing the quick pass game, Dwelly's the guy. If you're trying to run yeah. the ball, you put in Charlie Warner. Like if if you're trying to make a splash play, I don't think Braden Willis suits up for this game. But that would be the guy. Yeah, I think they no. just. But we can't go with just two tight ends. Fumagalli's gonna have to get called, called up, guys. Yeah. Fumagalli's gonna be playing. This. Nice. And that would know, be my. I know you, yeah, choice. I know you like Fumagalli. He's nice though. He's nice. Um, Fumagalli, I think he yeah. could be one of those dependable guys that eventually could maybe slide in for Warner and Ross Dwelly. Um, you know, when their time with the team ends. So, uh, shout out Edgar for the super chat. But guys, I have another question for you. The 49ers are probably gonna announce their team captains today. And do you guys have any predictions? The And just going back to the 2022 captains, they had four on defense and two offensive players. Remember, Kyle Shanahan limited it to six. I believe the year prior was like it was seven. seven. It was seven. Yeah, yeah. so he I, – I still think he purposefully, like, made it down to six because he didn't want Trey Lance getting the captain, the C. But – 
that's just like my tinfoil hat on right now. Uh, it will be very telling, though, if he doesn't keep it at six this year. So I'm I'm watching you, Kyle. But I think it's if they do keep six, I would maybe like to see a three and three split. Um, so but what do you guys think? You have any predictions? I am taking out. So last year, the picture you're showing. Yeah. Uh, Bosa, Trent, Armstead, Warner, Kittle, Jimmy Ward. I'm taking Bosa and I'm taking Jimmy Ward out. Mm-hmm. And I'm putting in one for the offense, one for the defense. CMC and Talano Hufunga. Those are the two I'm putting in. Um, so I think the other four stay the same. Trent stays, Armstead stays, Warner stays, Kittle stays. Uh, I'm just adding in Hufunga and CMC. So I'm following that same suit. Uh, minus one on both sides. Um, on the defensive side, uh, interesting. I I I me personally, I would I would give the honor to the the veteran. Uh, I feel like last year he led the team in interceptions and he didn't make All Pro. He didn't make Pro Bowl, but damn, he should be he should Tayshaun. be a captain. Yeah, I'm going Tayshawn Gibson. He would replace Jimmy Ward, in my opinion. Uh, and then on the offensive side, I'll be the only one to say it. Damn it, I'm sorry. Brock Purdy is yeah. a leader. Okay. Yeah. I don't give a f- what anybody says. <laughs> I don't care if he played seven, eight, nine games. I don't care. I he's a leader, and he he's earned the captain. This is not giving it to him early. This is not no 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 no. And I know Kyle didn't give it to any other quarterback year two. Maybe Jimmy Garoppolo got it year two. Well, I could the be- players vote. The players vote on captain. right, but Kyle can veto it. Kyle yes. can yeah. But I, I would go. I'm sure the players are gonna look at Brock and they're gonna be like, "Dude, you've earned this joint." I'm giving it to Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy earned it, and he literally is able to command his troops on both sides. They, there's something about him that they gravitate to. He has that it factor or whatnot, and so I would go with Brock, man. Why not? Why yeah, not? I, Eight games make a captain. I mean, yeah, why not? Absolutely. I I think Brock Purdy should be a captain. I wouldn't be surprised if he actually earned the most votes, honestly. <laughs> like honestly, like based on what he did, it seems like the team is has so much trust in him, the teammates as well. Um, you know, he man, it, it's just hard to argue with what he did last year and yeah. and not want to put all of your trust in him. And he is a leader. So I, I think I would put, you know, Brock Purdy in this one. And you know, okay, I'll I'll put Kittle in there as well, and Trent, of course. So that would be my three on offense. Oh, CMC? Then, no, I, I'm actually surprised you said everybody CMC. loves like, CMC. No, I know, I know. Um, so I thought about it, but it, so I'm thinking they keep six, right? Oh, if gotcha. they do seven, uh, CMC I think does get the nod. Um, but I don't know if he's been there long enough to say like he's he's one of our leaders, right? that could be debated. Maybe he is right. He is a a huge impact player. I would almost argue like I'd rather have CMC than Kittle, but I know like Kittle is just the energy that he brings is kind of what I think gravitates other teammates to him. And he is a voice of the offense, especially on game day. So I understand Kittle will probably make it as well Trent, but uh, yeah, I could see the argument for CMC for sure. Uh, but I'm keeping it three on offense, three on defense. So Brock, Kittle, and Trent are my three on offense. And then on defense, it would be Fred, Eric Armstead, and Nick Bosa. But do they You're still putting Bosa in there? I'm <laughs> you would vote for no, Bosa. He's not captain. even on he's not Wait. even 
He's, Wait, there's no way I'm voting. For he's, he's not Let's even talk. on the team. Not at all. Let's not talk. He is on even, the team. He, he is oh, on he, the team. He, he, he ain't playing. Technically, he ain't on the team. He, he did te- not report. He didn't report. That's true. He did not report. So, do they announce Bosa at a later time? They, yes. they announce like they're. He'd be the seventh captain. So there you go. That's what I think will likely happen. They're gonna wait, and I think that's why they waited this long. To... <laughs> no, what, honestly, because like, what? What if they don't though? Like, I would not. That, would there's Bo- no they, way I'm announcing. What, yeah, what, would Bosa be playing with a with with the? Ooh, that's that would be weird. Like, what if they don't? I, Bosa's a weird ass captain anyway. I just feel like he don't, <laughs> you don't read. You don't like him doing speeches on Saturday? I Hell love- no. Hey guys, yep. let's do this. Bosa is the most. You're the, uh, you're the Bosa person. I'd rather listen to you do the impersonations <laughs> than listen to him. That like li- literally, that's, like listen, he's fair. just he's just a weird talk to me. Uh, it's hard to get through for me, just for me. I don't know. I know I'm not the only one. No, no, I love listening to him. He cracks me up. I laugh the whole time. I, I hate boring word salad press conferences. Like Eric Armstead is boring I too. I like you, Eric Armstead gets the most camera True. time because he takes ninety minutes to tell somebody he loves him. Literally, yeah. like, I, dude, it's three words. Yeah, but I'll say this. Here's what I think is going to happen. They'll announce the six captains, and Bosa's not going to be on there. And they'll ask, hey, Kyle, uh, did Bosa get any votes? He says, we voted on the players that were here. That's what he'll do. He's like, we voted on the genius. people that are here that, in the room. That's a great way to handle it. Um, Debster in the comments said, Bosa leads through example. That is why. It's not so much like being a vocal leader, although ideally you would want to have a leader to be also vocal. Bosa clearly is not that kind of guy, but... I, he he requested to do the speeches on Saturday, by the way. So yes. that was and his, if he was that here, was I would vote him as captain. He'd be my number one vote. He's, he's just a, not here. He's a weird so captain I, to me. I mean, can't listen, Bosa, Bosa leads through example. I agree 100%. And so does Trent Williams. They're like the yeah. same. Trent don't talk either. He doesn't talk much. Yeah. So they, no, Bosa would be my captain if he's here. The whole reason why I'm saying he should Oh, yeah, it's because be. he's not here. Right. He's just like, not here. Right. Right. That's, that's it. Like, if he was here, he would definitely be the captain. And that would be your de- your defense would be on lock. It'll be the same three guys. Yeah, I agree. I don't think they can put Bosa as a captain right now. Uh, so they got to wait. If, if they do feel like at one point they want to make him the captain, they'll wait. If not, he'll miss the, the year as captain. And I think both sides will probably be okay with that. In fact, if they <laughs> named Bosa as a captain and he's not there, like he might ask for more money. Who knows? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yo, I even made captain and I wasn't there. So y- that's how much I wanted. Y'all got to give me more guap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yo, exactly. this chat is crazy. Yo, I'm sitting here looking at the chat. Bosa leading by example from his house. Y'all got to stop. <laughs> Y'all Why? have to that stop. That is 100% correct. Right. Yes. He's Y'all the third highest cap hit this year and he ain't there. There's no way that's a cap hit. John, you There's were talking no about way. that yesterday. Oh, Third man. Third highest cap hit this year. He's not there. I love Bosa. I have Bosa jerseys. Whenever he's here, I love him. He's not here. He's so not you, here. So you, your love is on hold? Uh, for this 2023 season, it has to be. Because would, would, would you say your love is holding out? Ooh. I would say... His love is. Uh, I'm trying to go to like an '80s that, love reference uh, ballad song, but uh, yeah. What was, I don't the, know. what was that awful? Na- what was the name of that awful movie with Thor? Uh, uh, I never watched it. I never okay, watched it. it was Love, love Something. Thunder. Yeah, I was Love and yeah. Thunder. Yeah, yeah. But once Bosa comes back, I give him the Captain Patch Week One. 
That's Absolutely. what I, or whenever he comes back, I do. But so you don't I, get this, you're not here. No, no, I, no, no, no. I mean, and I would, if I'm the print press, I'm printing it up. Like, it's going to be stitched on, like, literally. Like, but he, until he gets here, he, he doesn't get to wear it or be called. So, so if no they captain don't, patch for you. That And that's fair. If they don't make Nick Bosa a week one captain, like, or whenever he signs his extension, he's still not a captain. Who would you have taken that spot? Wayne, I know you said Gibson. I, 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 I really it. like Gibson. Uh, I really felt like he showed, to, he showed how to lead by example. He's the one that took the young pup and Hafunga up under his wing. He was the one that was doing the communication. You wonder why the secondary was better? It was because they had a guy like Gibson. And so, like, I feel like he didn't get any honors, accolades last year, other than he led the team in interceptions with five. That was it. And it, did, it doesn't really get talked about much because he doesn't care about that stuff, right? That's a leader. Uh, he's all about just making sure that the team is the best on the field each and every time they get out. And then you heard him talk today. Like, he hasn't been in practice past week, right? And he was like, "Don't I'll be there on Sunday. I'm, I'll be there. Like, And so, like, I just, I just like Gibson. I mean, I think he was a good addition to the team. And this will probably be his final year uh, in the NFL. So why not let him go out with, as, with, the cap, with a C on his chest? Respect. That's true. Yeah, that's true. A little, little nice sentiment there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I would probably go CMC at that point like, and just keep two defensive guys. I mean, uh, but see, Hufunga's the first one out of practice every true. day. That's every true. every day. Tough, man. But, it, but he's still he's still getting there. Like he like yeah, he, he's OK. He, 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 let me throw he, you a curveball then. What about Drake Greenlaw? He no. don't. Why not? He's not there. He's not Hell there. no. He's just a dog. He's dog. He's, he's just a dog. He's dog. What do you he's mean he's not there? He's not a captain. He's just a dog. What? He's just a <laughs> no. dog. He, listen, I want him on my team oh, my any God. day, but I just don't see him as a leader of men. Oh, come on. Man. He'll be the that's, first one out there, though. That's the big most I've ever disagreed with you, Wayne. I love no, you, man. I know that's your boy, but listen, I'm saying. Wrong. I just Wrong. told you he'd be the first person I put on the team, but he won't wear the captain patch. Oh, he deserves. Nah, Sorry, Mr. Michael. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give it to to Greenlaw either. But uh, hey, there's so much. There's so many dogs and and like leaders and and good players on this team. They could pull the Giants and and have ten captains. I've never seen the Giants Wait, play good enough to have ten captains. 10? But yeah. captains? the Giants, Giants they, the Giants assigned. Ten and captains two. for their team. They are not that good, respectfully. Who was <laughs> there? The 49ers I, could do that if they wanted to. That's here you go. You want to listen to these names? I just pulled it up. These are the Giants' ten captains. Is it okay if I do this? Is this cool? Yeah, go Does for this it. bother anybody? I think it's hilarious. Ah. Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Andrew Thomas. No problem with those. Darren Waller is a captain they just signed. Dexter Lawrence, cool. Leonard Williams, Bobby Okereke, Adoree Jackson, Xavier McKinney, Graham Gano. Graham Gano, the, the kicker? kicker. What? Yes. <laughs> there we go, baby. Wow. That's wild. Like well, the play, the players voted. The coach allowed it. Dabble was like, "Hey, whatever y'all want." They just they, so anyone who got a vote, they made a captain. <laughs> if I go try out for the Giants, I'm sure I can be a captain at this point. I'm sure like, you could too, Wayne. I think so. Don't one of the. Funny things from the third preseason game, they made Kerry Hyder a captain. He goes out there, balls out, then they cut him the next day. Like, I was <laughs> like, what weird. the hell, man? That's they made Kerry, ha- he was a captain, and then he got hurt. They cut him right after that. So, uh, anyway, they brought him anyway, back. Anyway, John, you're going to be at the game. Wayne, are you going to be at the game? I will be there, yes. You guys are both going to be there. All right. Let us know about, you know, these road trips that you guys are planning all season. 
Oh, we've got a lot. We're going to 12 games this year, um, but we're starting off with Pittsburgh, and it's going to be incredible. Probably our largest party we've ever going to throw. Uh, it's going to be huge. Ticket sales are through the roof. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. We are taking over the 49ers official invasion party. Um, they're there from 10 to 2 p.m. We're there from 2 to 9 p.m. Um, that's going to be at McFadden's in Pittsburgh. Then we have our tailgate set up three blocks from the stadium. You know, unlimited drinks, food, liquor, prizes, giveaways, DJ. Wayne's going to be going crazy like he always does. That's going to – it's going to be incredible. So 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. And if you get in Friday, this has nothing to do with me, um, heading down to Shorty's, Pins, and Pints to hang out with the local chapter, the 717. Shout out to Avery. So uh, I'll be there. My plane lands at like 7, so once I get my rental car, I'll be there probably around 9-ish. But they're throwing a party there Friday night if you want to show up, so I'll be there late. But, yeah, we've got stuff going on all year, home tailgates. Come party with us. Have a good time. What is the name of that place? Shorties, Pins, Shorty. and Pines. Is, I, I think, think it's, it's like bowling alley. Those, I'm like, bowl. yo, I'm sold. Like just by the name, like yeah, Shorty Pins like, and Pints. It, like that, that just sounds like the spot. PM. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it sounds like the spot. All right, yeah. So if you guys are going to the game in Pittsburgh, make sure you bring your umbrellas and make sure you guys hang out with John and Wayne. It was a lot of fun hanging out with you guys today on this show. Remember, oh, hold on. This, Steph, you're coming to some games this year. I There's no way yeah, no, I don't no get to hang out with you yet. in person. We'll get okay. to do the Steph and John and Wayne show yeah. live. That's what's up, man. Let's do it. That's what's yeah, up. Yeah, um, so currently I have planned uh, the Cowboys game, uh, Bengals, and oh. I think Seattle. There might be more, but those are the ones I'm for sure going to be at. So That's Seattle home happening. or Thanksgiving? Uh, home. Levi's. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we'll see you. We'll see you in da- the Dallas game. We'll we'll yeah. turn it up. I'm shooting my music yeah. video that weekend, so you oh, gotta get a cameo. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta yeah, do yeah. a cameo. Yeah. You know, and... <laughs> you I'm, I'm gonna do that. like the thumbnail and just like you know get myself right in the middle, front <laughs> and center. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, thank it. you guys for tuning in. Make sure you like this video if you have not yet. Make sure you subscribe to all of our channels. For now, have a good rest of your Wednesday, folks. Peace.